Hi, this is Takatoshi Shibayama, the host of the Future Design Podcast. In this COVID 19 special, I spoke with Kajal Kurana, who's a nutritionist, health, and business coach, about the science and health benefits of intermittent fasting. There's so many diets out there, but I believe this one will outlast any other fad diets and will be the norm for us in the future. Future Design Podcast. So we've been hearing a lot about uh, the great benefits about intermittent fasting, and there's many ways to do it. Whether it be 16 hours of fasting and then eight hours of eating, or it could be five days a week and then two days of resting. So, what do you think are the health benefits of intermittent fasting? See, health benefits are there only if you follow it wisely. If you just um, go and do extreme things, then uh, you may feel, you may see the results in the beginning, but in the long run, you don't know what is happening inside your body, how your organs are reacting. Intermediate fasting is good, uh, but if you have never done it before, then you have to start slow, right? Start with 12 hours of no eating. Like if you eat your dinner at 7 p.m., so until next morning, 7 a.m., Avoid like even water if you can, but water is still okay. But no tea, no coffee, no fruits, nothing at all. Zero food intake for 12 hours. And then gradually move to 13 hours. After two weeks, I would say. And then 14 hours. And then 15 hours. If you do this way, then your body doesn't go into shock. Right? Now you have never done intermediate fasting. And you suddenly don't eat nothing for 16 hours. Or some people say 18 hours or 20 hours your body will go into shock. So anytime we, would, we want to do something or adapt a, a healthy habit, we will have to take baby steps to do it. There are a lot of health benefits of doing intermediate fasting and a lot of reasons why we should do is because our ancestors across the globe never ate anything after sunset. And the reason was there was no electricity. They, you know, there were no equipments to cook, you know, all these things, whatever the reasons were, they would do everything in the daylight, eat and, you know, finish off their household work before the sunset and then sleep early. And they would only eat next morning after the sunrise. All right. So when you give this kind of break to your body, to your system, your stomach has to do less work and B, your body is not releasing too much sugar. Because every time you eat, your body starts to produce insulin. You know, it's an automatic process. So if you're eating five times a day, doesn't matter even if you're binge eating or munching or whatever, your body will release sugar. So avoiding sugar, when we say we are on a diet, I don't want to eat sugar, I don't want to eat carbs, but then I eat five times a day. That is anyway going to produce sugar in your body. So intermediate fasting done in a right way has a lot of health benefits. It helps you lose weight. It balances your blood uh, sugar level. It, uh, it is very helpful for people who have diabetes, especially, and hypertension, you know, 
So it has its own good, but if it is done in a wrong way, there might be side effects as well. Yeah, I've heard that when you actually are in fasting phase, that your body's energy source moves on from the sugar, i.e. glucose, into a, a fatty acid uh, source. Yes. So whether it be, you know, the body f- carries a lot of fat, that they use that fat to burn that to create energy. And at the same time, when they burn that energy, they create this uh, chemical called ketosis, where yes. it goes into your, your brain, it goes into different parts, and it's created from your liver. And yes. I heard that has so many benefits, but the science behind it sounds extremely, you know, di- a little bit difficult to understand. You know, how does burning sugar and then going to fatty acids uh, create this kind of uh, chemicals coming out? See, body has a great system inside, right? It's, it's a very deep subject. We have around 10 to 11 system inside our body. Uh, endocrine system, digestive system, respiratory system, you know, uh, muscular skeletal system, all these systems are working hand in hand, right? So human anatomy is a very, very vast subject. You will have to understand what is happening when you're eating food. Actually, digestion starts from your mouth. When you're chewing your food, when the bolus, that's where all the sugar starts getting digested, you know? So it's from the time you start eating to the time food is digested. It's a four hours process. So when this is happening, body is doing some internal work, which we can't see. Right. So there are body needs a lot of blood to, you know, go to the stomach because stomach is breaking the food and then it needs more oxygen and then blood from all the parts of the body is moved to stomach. So, the, I mean, this is a very vast subject. If I have to explain it to you scientifically, we will probably have to have a very uh, like long session. But internally, they are interdependent on each other. So when you eat food, digestive system is working. And um, what happens when you're not eating food? Your stomach is not doing a lot of work. That means other systems are also not working, right? And first, the body takes sugar, whatever sugar is stored in your body to give you energy. Once that store, whatever sugar is stored in your body is over, then the body moves to fat. So it doesn't, that's why intermediate fasting doesn't happen like in one day, right? So when you start it, body will first move to the reserves you have for sugar in your body. Only when the sugar reserves are completely exhausted, then the body will move to fat. Uh, I hope that explains your answer. Yeah, sure. And how long does this sugar remain in your body? So I guess it depends really on what you ate uh, the time before, but usually I read that it could take up to 12 hours to burn it and then you get into this ketosis uh, uh, period. How is there any scientific, you know, research done on, on how 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 long this thing uh, this this ketosis will happen? I am not too sure about it, honestly. Um, I don't know the exact uh, number of hours, but I know that every time we eat food, body starts to release insulin automatically. So it doesn't matter what are you eating, body will release insulin. So that sugar is anyway there, and this is healthy. 
you need that healthy insulin to digest the food in your body so how long it takes or how many hours it remains in your uh, blood sugar uh, i mean in your blood i have no idea i'll have to look into and find out if there's any research done on this and then i guess it depends on the quality of the food that you eat as well so let's say you during this 5 days or 8 hours that you're eating if you're eating very high processed fat foods burgers and hot dogs and then you go into this ketosis state it doesn't seem like it's it's the same as eating very healthy foods and then going into this ketosis state so how 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 can we decide what to eat during this time that we're actually eating see um what you mentioned just now is eating unhealthy food like processed food burgers and pizzas and fries and then going on intermittent fasting is definitely definitely not going to help because this is very unhealthy food unhealthy food means our body doesn't need it right our body is capable of producing pretty much everything to be very honest if you go scientifically our body can produce most of the minerals and nutrients and proteins we need to survive we actually need very little from external uh, sources of food right we don't need large portions of you know uh, food or anything very if you see the amount of zinc or minerals or you know vitamins we need are like very small in units so for example amino acid right we have around 20 types of amino acids which are actually protein our body can produce 11 types of amino acids on its own internally there are nine types of amino acids which body cannot produce that's why we are dependent on food to get the other nine type of amino acids to have all the you know like a balance of protein our in our body some people say eating chicken is healthy because yes because chicken has all the nine amino acids chicken and fish that's why doctors also recommend you to eat chicken and fish because it has all the nine amino acids in one piece but if you're a vegan you need to have different plant based or lentil based food to get nine amino acids from different different sources right so you might get two from one and three from other but if you have a balanced meal throughout the week for example you eat lentil you eat vegetables you eat healthy carbs your body will get all nine without any problem you don't have to be a meat eater to get all nine amino acids so what i'm trying to say is why we need to choose healthy food is our body needs this to have the right balance of minerals proteins carbs and fats and if you are eating unhealthy we are defeating the purpose we are not serving our body right so we eat unhealthy and then we go on intermittent fasting so no point you eat healthy food give those things which your body is not able to produce on its own or you know there are soluble and uh, uh, there are some kind of vitamins which are uh, soluble and some are not soluble so the so body can restore some kind of vitamin like vitamin c you have to take it every day because you it flushes out of your system on a daily basis body doesn't have a system to restore it or lock it inside so being wise why are you eating this food what are you getting when you're eating this food how are you helping your body 
to fill the gap of missing minerals and nutrients and fats and proteins is uh, you know uh, going to help you eat uh, or choose healthy options rather than thinking oh i am doing keto but i can eat anything i want to definitely not so that's the logic behind why do we need food we need food only to fill in the gaps you know which our body is not able to produce on its own and sometimes we think about these uh off days cheat days that we call it you know so we could eat whatever we want and i think a lot of people fall into that trap as you were we were just discussing right now oh on the cheat days i could eat pizza i could eat ramen or whatever unhealthy foods that will satisfy our appetite for eating really bad stuff i mean does this even make sense at all right i mean it 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 really doesn't because you're trying to go on to this really healthy path of eating and then you call these cheat days where you eat really bad food so what is some ways that we can change our mind into thinking oh we should be eating healthy food because i think a lot of people you know very high intellectual people like yourselves can think scientifically and also mindfully that eating healthy food is good for the body but a lot of people will fall into the trap that I'm going to wait 16 hours so I could get that prize during that 8 hours that I I'm allowed to eat so what can you give in terms of encouragement to the people who are actually going on to this path of trying imminent fasting see for me what you just asked is a sign of weak mind when you're mentally not strong and you still want to do it because everybody in your community or your society or your office is doing it that shows that you are mentally not prepared for it but you just want to do it and feeding yourself like cheat days and cheat meals is just satisfying your mind so it's a weak mind you know which is not able to be on the track so if you want to get healthy if you want to take the route of intermediate fasting prepare your mind first more than your body your mind needs to be strong and all this cheat days and cheat meals for me it's bullshit to be very honest like i mentioned you need to ask yourself this question why am i eating what am i eating why what is the reason behind am i eating to uh, satisfy my taste buds only you know sometimes it's only for the tongue we eat to satisfy our tongue you know i um, i mostly tell this to my clients as well this 3 inches or 4 inches of our tongue you know to satisfy this we have to pay a heavy cost you know the whole body suffers 5 feet of body so to satisfy 3 inches of your tongue your body has to suffer so mindset needs to be very strong don't fall into the trap of it if you're not ready for it maybe or not because i believe there's no one size fit all so if you think intermediate fasting is not for you don't do it but at least eat healthy you know plan your meals wisely you know have gaps between your you know in ayurveda we say between every meal there should be at least 4 hours of gap like i mentioned because the reason is scientific again every time you start eating your body is producing sugar so have a strong mindset prepare your mind first train your mind ask yourself am i ready for it and why do i why do i want to do intermittent fasting do i want to lose weight do i want to get rid of my diabetes do i want to be healthy 
if your reason if your why is clear i think then you will be strong otherwise you will give up and having this cheat meals and cheat days and all these things honestly for me it's bullshit <laughs> it's just mental satisfaction i'm doing something so i should be rewarded yeah, i mean I excuse think, me who are no. you doing it for for your own self <laughs> yeah i understand that completely a lot of people want to do diets because they want to look good for the summer or they want to look good just to please somebody or you know they're going to go go do a photo shoot and they want to look nice before a wedding perhaps and they want to do intermittent fasting but the thing is with any diets whether it's paleo or atkins diet or whatever diets there are in the world they are not that sustainable and we're always trying to find the way to find what is suitable for us and a lot of the what the why isn't it sticking for me comes from the actual motivation of doing it right because it is it mm. temporary is it to satisfy our instant gratification for that actual shot that we're going to take that we look really skinny and look good in our in our clothes or are actually doing it so that we want to combat diseases make ourselves healthy i think a lot of these um ulterior motives speaks a lot into how sustainable these diets are they are all crash diets i call them crash diet either you will crash or the diet will crash they are not sustainable <laughs> all the fake diets like you mentioned these are all temporary things transformational changes need daily implementation and it takes time so can i share something here i am launching my book next week i don't know if you can read the title right if you read this book you will understand what is right for you and what is not right for you what you should follow and what you should not follow i have spoken a lot about you know all the fake diets fitness fitness industry trying to sell you things myths about breathing and meditation and yoga and how your mindset works on all the aspects and i i also heard the also benefits on a on intermittent fasting is that you create this and the ketosis uh state that you create this uh chemical called bhp bhp sorry um and what it does is that that ketosis goes into your brain and clears a lot of the um clarity in mind uh, it goes to the hippocampus and clears the memory clears the way that you can you know create logic within your head so i think rather than just losing obesity or losing that extra fat that you want to get off before your wedding it's it's about creating that mindset uh creating that clear mindset that you want to go about into your life into your business and i think that uh, what you're doing in your business and also in your podcast as well is talking about how to create mindsets into entrepreneurship how to create mindsets into building a great business uh and i think that that's something that uh, you can also implement into your daily rituals i guess so true i mean if you don't have a clarity in your head that's not going to help you and i always say do something that is sustainable and that suits your lifestyle always do something which you can stick to you know not like going up and down and up and down so mindset is very important i help uh, aspiring entrepreneurs on what exactly they want to do in life what is their passion and why do they want to do what they want to do vision clarity superpowers you know being visible visible on social media and you know trying to make make an impact 
you know it's so important that new entrepreneurs aspiring entrepreneurs should know what direction or what route to take because as most of us know that uh, uh, 90% of the businesses fail within the first one year people start and then they can't because there's no consistency there's no clarity this overwhelming information from social media there is this FOMO there is this shiny object syndrome people are trying to sell and then we compare ourselves to people who are successful and then we have this negative inner dialogue oh my god how can they make it and why am I not able to do it so I tell my uh, clients don't compare your beginning to someone's end you are just starting now and be consistent you have to be consistent if you're passionate about something you have a vision get clarity stay focused and be consistent every day you have to take action you have to show up only then you will succeed all the people who have got success today did not get it overnight right most of them you ask them they had their struggles they had their failures most of them took at least five years or ten years or seven years to reach where they are so how can you compare yourself to them? You are just starting. Even if you're in your business for one year or two years, you're still new. So don't compare your beginning to someone's end. And you've been doing this uh, podcast, Bonfire Entrepreneurs. Yeah, I think you have around 30 episodes by now. Uh, and you've been talking to a lot of these successful entrepreneurs about uh, health optimization and what their routines are or their mindsets are in building a great business. What kind of health habits have you find with consistent or an average between all these people that they implement into their lifestyle? Most of my guests had one common answer I got was taking breaks. And I think which is so important for an entrepreneur, taking breaks between their working hours is so important. Uh, because as a mindset and health coach, I understand. I also recommend people to do that. If you're sitting for 15 hours, 16 hours, 18 hours, and you know, you're so trying to work and finish your project, your focus, you're doing a lot of damage to your body and your mind. Because when you're sitting with wrong posture, you're dropping your chest down, you're compressing all the organs inside. Your lungs are moving down, compressing your stomach, your heart, your liver, and then there is lack of blood flow. So every 55 minutes or every one hour, I tell people to put an alarm on their phone at least for one month. Stand up. Stand up. And when you stand up, you lift your chest up. Immediately, the blood circulation in the middle part of your body improves. Right? And I, I normally advise them to walk for a few minutes. Or, you know, take a break, just go drink water or look outside, admire nature, taking breaks. Another secret I will tell you, which most of the people don't know. Why do we feel good when we stand up? I'm, I'm sure most of us have experienced when we are sitting like this, we are feeling very lethargic and low. And suddenly we stand up and we feel there is a boost of energy in our body. We feel more confident. The reason is energy in our body is restored here in the ribs right so when you're sitting ribs are also compressed and then you know there's no energy the moment you stand up there is a space created between your ribs here and then you feel energetic that's why taking breaks every hour correcting your posture standing walking this will improve the blood circulation and oxygen in your body it will help you escape many uh, physical and mental ailments 
just one small thing to begin with. Yeah. And I think it, it means the same thing with the intermittent fasting is fasting is that your body needs to rest as well to rejuvenate and uh, give, just give it a rest, I guess. Yeah. Rest, give, giving rest to your body, to your eyes, to your brain, because we are constantly looking at screens. Even if we are not on our laptops, we have our mobiles. We sleep with our phone. We wake up with our phone. So you need to take rest for your eyes, for your brain, for your body. Yeah. Something that I've done when I was still back in school was that when I was preparing for an exam, I would study quite a lot and I would take two hours to study and then I'd take a 30 minute break and two hours and 30 minute break. And those were some things that actually helped me quite a lot because if I didn't have those 30 minute breaks, there's no way I could have gone, you know, full yeah. clarity, concentrate for four hours straight. So, you know, th I think that works the same as a lot of the uh, work um, techniques as well. I heard a, a lot of people use the stand-up uh, uh, desks as Desk. well because they yes. keep themselves elevated, their lungs are, and, and their ribs are open so that you can breathe. I yeah. see you walking around when you do your podcast. I know you're not <laughs> sitting down. You know, I do a lot of phone calls. Uh, when, I, when I do my phone calls, I would do it walking around because that actually activates my brain a lot more than being sitting down because... You know, I think I feel like I've been more clogged when I'm sitting down. So maybe I could take some advice from you from doing podcasts, walking around. <laughs> yeah, mobility is the key to longevity. Move it or lose it. I say our body is like machine. Keep moving it. But don't overdo as well. So standing for four hours is equally not good, you know, because you're putting a lot of strain on your hip joints, your knees and your ankles. So there should be a right balance of sitting and standing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, well, thank you very much for your time. It was super insightful tips and I definitely want to incorporate some of the things that you actually said. You know, I do uh, sometimes intermittent fasting, but never consistently, unfortunately. Um, and, you know, this is something that I think I really need to get back into and gave me a little bit more clarity on how to do it. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. If you had enjoyed or disliked the show, please let me know in the comment section. I can only improve or add value to you through your voices. If there are any topics that you'd like me to pick up, please let me know in the comment section as well. I'd love to start chatting with you. And if you'd like to continue listening to the show, please subscribe. Thank you.